1: Hello there. Got a packed show for you today. Oh, I really did wreck my throat screaming yesterday. Hello. Alright? So much today. Coming up, we've got uh, day two of our advent calendar. We've got uh, a guide to prospective London mayors. Uh, It's a real thing and it's going to blow your mind. Uh, But first, uh, Pablo asked on Twitter at NotTodayPod, where would this stand on a vegan level? Cultured meat, it's in the headlines today. I mean, it's been a thing for a while. Uh, He says, uh, obviously, I know you're the Julie appointed ruler of Veganopolis. Thank you. Correct uh dare you dine on frankenstein Fowl, and homunculus ham or is it a firm hashtag not today thank you uh yes this is uh cultured meat grown in bioreactors uh, i saw a thing like about 10 years ago someone had made a virtual cow uh, it was you know a big metal tank and literally you put like pea protein in one end and out the other end came meat Uh, obviously it doesn't involve the slaughter of an animal Uh, people are saying there was a landmark moment across the meat industry wonderful obviously uh, anything that uh, diminishes the insane uh, forced reproduction and then killing of animals seems like a good idea to me Uh, eat just Uh, that's the name of the US company Um, they call them chicken bites and it's uh, you take a biopsy from a chicken sorry sorry (laughs) Um, Anyway, they've passed a safety review by the Singapore Food Agency, which is one of my favourite food agencies, actually. Uh, And it could open a door to a future when all meat is produced without the killing of livestock. Um, There's lots of companies doing this. Uh, Currently, 130 million chickens are slaughtered every day for meat. Uh, In this country alone, I think it's 32 a second. Uh, And 4 million pigs a day. Uh, Meaning, of all the mammals on Earth uh 4% are wild animals 36% are humans 60% are your lunch um the singapore the singapore production line of uh, eat just not not that just uh uh the growth medium is uh fetal bovine serum <laughs> yum what Give me some of that. That's extracted from fetal blood. But that's cool because uh, quite often pregnant cows get slaughtered. Uh, And the little baby calf sometimes alive inside. Anyway, sorry, sorry, sorry. Let's move on. Um, They're going to use a plant-based serum in the next production line. So maybe vegans hold off that first batch. Uh, Would I eat it? Yeah, I mean, in principle, you know, I mean, as long as the biopsy wasn't too awful, I I don't necessarily have a problem with it. It's just that my palate has moved on so much from that. I think I just find it kind of icky in a kind of palette way uh, as much as anything else. Well, your palate really changes. My mother said that to me. And I'm ashamed that I was so scornful because she was right and I was wrong. I apologize, mother. I'm sorry. That's better, isn't it? Time now, though, for a guide to prospective London mayors. I'm so excited about this. Uh, You'll probably know about a lot of the main candidates from the main parties, but wow, there are some humdingers out there who uh, want your vote. There's Drill Minister, who I forgot to Google. Uh, He's a London-based rapper campaigning on reducing homelessness, improving transport, increasing mental health support, diversifying the Metropolitan Police Service and rehabilitation to curb crime and improve air quality in the capital, as well as spitting out some fearsome lyrics, no doubt. Um, I don't have a problem with that. Sounds good to me. Uh, Count Binface is a character created by a British comedian called John Harvey. Uh, he, uh, started his, it was almost his two year anniversary launched on Twitter on the 12th of December, 2018, uh, was a candidate for Uxbridge and South Ryslip in 2019 against Boris Johnson. Uh, in previous elections, uh, this guy, John Harvey, uh, stood as Lord Buckethead, uh, but had to change the name because, uh, he got into a copyright dispute with Todd Durham, who was the originator of the character Lord Buckethead. Was it really that good? That you had to nick it? Uh, Binface claims to be 5,965 years old uh, and describes himself as an independent space warrior. it has got some not bad policies, though. Uh, In 2019, the general election policies included bringing back CFAX, which seems like a good idea. Uh, Also, nationalising Adele. uh, Abolishing the House of Lords, uh, which is interesting. Uh, He was doing that when he was Lord Buckethead. Uh, Free broadband to everyone. Um, This is weirdly starting to make sense in my head now stopping the sale of arms to repressive regime regimes (laughs) what a nutter Uh, making piers morgan zero emissions by 2030 and uh moving the hand dryer in the gents toilet at the crown and treaty in uxbridge to a more sensible position these don't sound like too bad uh policies um as a, a london mayoral candidate he pledges to finish crossrail give free parking for electric vehicles between vine street and the strand Uh, For London to join the European Union. And he's going to rename London Bridge to Phoebe Waller. Uh, These don't sound too bad to me. They do get pottier. David Curtin. Uh, David Curtin has been... uh, Well, he he started getting into politics with UKIP in 2015. In December 2019, last year, he stood as the UKIP candidate in Bognor Regis and Littlehampton. His vote share was 1.7%, which... No offence, Bognor Regis in Littlehampton. I would have thought he could have done better than that. Uh, So Move on. Keep moving. Yeah. I'm like a shark. Got to keep moving. I'm going to found my own political party. The Heritage Party. Um, This was registered with the Electoral Commission uh, in October. And uh, it's social conservative. uh, Faith, flag and family. And I can't remember what the last F is. Uh, while promoting civil liberties such as freedom of speech. Uh, He supports the presidency of Donald Trump. He's a staunch critic of globalism and climate change alarmism. Guys! Uh, He's lectured and written on cultural Marxism to anyone who will pay him attention. Uh, He sees that as the underlying agenda of the progressive establishment. Here's his latest tweet at the time of recording. Uh, The human immune system is 99.7% effective in defeating SARS-CoV-2. There is no need for a COVID vaccine, especially not a rushed experimental mRNA vaccine, in quotes, which has an inferior efficacy than our own natural immune system. I will not be having it. Good for you, David. Don't you have that. You get out there and get licked. Uh, The son of a British mother and a Jamaican father, he recently tweeted, As London mayor, I'll free our statues from Khan's covers and celebrate British history. Uh, He then hashtagged it, hashtag Cutton for Mayor, uh, misspelling his own name, David Curtin. Uh, I got faith in this guy, and flag, and family, and anyone else? Anyone, Pottier? Enter Brian Rose. Uh, actually, don't. I. I can't imagine what it's like in there with two million subscribers on YouTube, uh, and yet only an average of maybe seven thousand views per video. Uh, Brian Brian Rose is a former city trader turned weird-looking guy who works out too much uh, and wears the same suit in a kind of a trademark look thing he's going for, and insists on you subscribing to his website before you can watch his videos. Uh, so just go to YouTube uh, and find his channel there, where you can watch them all without subscribing. Uh, London real. Um, he's at the real Brian Rose, but uh, he's quite, quite the guest list uh, on his YouTube channel. I mean, this is mad. All right. Talk to me about the past six months worldwide and maybe in
0: this country. We've obviously seen things locked down in Britain a couple of days ago. We just went on a brand new lockdown. That's uh, The reasons are looking very questionable. Everyone I speak to in the Street Lord Sugar, from black cabbies to entrepreneurs, are frustrated. They, they all want to get back to work and yet they're being told they can't. What do you think is the next way forward? And do you think people miss being in that physical work environment? And do yeah, you, do you yeah. think companies well, can well, exist?
1: On, on lockdown one, I was a big advocate. Um, as the figures started to improve and look better, I was a big advocate for saying, get back to work. It's all very well sitting at home in the comfy of your home, in front of a laptop and saying you're working from home. I don't like it, but I'm old, I'm old school. I don't like it, I like you in the office. I like you back in the office. Yes, Lord Sugar. And hang on, have you got any more fabulously relevant old white men? What do you think is the meaning of life? What do you think is uh, I, the, greater, the
0: greater point well, in, what, of this?
1: In a funny kind of way, I've always been interested, but I'd never been strong-minded enough to really study it. And in fact, last night I started reading a book and I thought, this is really what I want to be doing once I've earned enough money to buy a little place in the sun, which I can't afford at the moment because the, you know that was crippling, that divorce, $20 mm. million. It's a lot of money, particularly if you work for the BBC. <laughs> yes, yeah, 30 million. My favorite joke is, uh, is I do a lot of work for charity, most of it for the BBC. Amazing, John Cleese. But here's where it gets properly freaky. <laughs>
0: Master Mantak Chia is back in the building. He is the Taoist master who talks about chi and of course, sexual energy. Mantak was just at our summit event in London in front of a thousand people. And we went really deep this time on sexual energy. Male, female, the deal with multiple male orgasms and all sorts of things associated with that and human energy. I really implore you to pay special attention to this episode because sexual energy isn't just about sex. It's about being the best human you can be, about connecting with the world, about transforming yourself and just being a part of this human species. Every time I sit down with Mantak, he blows me away.
1: I bet he does. And who wouldn't? Let's move on to hashtag old smells. Uh, Ollie has emailed. It's not today. at Swanburst.com. Good morning, Jacob and the Yapple pies. My word, not yours. That's a good one. I like that one. I'm only now getting round to sending you these in, but they've been on my mind since you first asked about old smells. Smells that take you back to another place in time. After moving home from the States, I was almost immediately reacquainted with the smell of silage. Ah. Strewn on the fields of Ireland from coast to coast. It's unbearable to the untrained nose, but I actually found it warming and pleasant. That's messed up, I know. Listen, you're in a safe space here, Ollie. No one's going to judge you, and... I I like that smell too. I like the farm smell. I like it a lot. Other smells I miss and remember include old books, plasticine, oh yeah, erasers, pencil cases. That's a good smell isn't it? It's like wood shavings and my mum's old handbag. <laughs> Ollie, what are you doing? Nothing. Uh, a farmer's cigarette smoke-infused leather jacket in church. Okay. Uh, rain on tarmac on a sunny day. Ah, yes. Petrichor. Love it. Hope you enjoy these. I do love those. Thanks very much, Ollie. Enjoyed that. We've also had some emails on hashtag celebrity campaigns. Uh, this is what celebrity would you get to endorse what product? Pat has been in touch. Uh, and thanks very much for your pledge on Patreon, Pat. Appreciate it. Uh, hi, Jake and the Yapostles, My word too, it turns out. Uh, the celebrity endorsement I have in mind is Greg Wallace for crochet. <laughs> sure. You can just hear the bespectacled Barrow Boys pitch. Sorry, there's a parcel arriving. Thanks, Kim. It's just getting the parcel. It's that time of the year, isn't it? Stuff getting you down. Unwind your balls and get your needle out. Homemade woolly mittens don't get any better than this. And for the tagline, crochet. If it's good enough for granny, it's good enough for you. Is that all right? It's my car outside all right? Bye. Very good. Thank you, Pat. Crochet. Why not? Um. Neil has got a celebrity charity appeal. Hi, I'm Danny Dyer. TV tough man and all round proper ledge and this is an urgent appeal in aid of the cockanies. This is Bill. Every day, Bill acts like a right muppet. He walks half a mile to the barrows to fetch a fresh ciabatta and half a pound of grass. Bill's wife, Evadne, is being a proper muck. She feeds their baby the only Becks and Posh that's available. Carrots, turnip and any other five-a-day vegetable. Evadne knows it's disgusting, but she has no choice. Thousands of cockneys are suffering from poor diets, resulting in medical issues such as the inability to roll out barrels and even keeping their knees up whether Mrs. Brown is present or not. Giving just two nicker a month, would we'll buy Bill and Evadne a jar of jellied eels. Eels what are so jellied it could make them slightly queasy. Just a deep sea diver a month... <laughs> some elaborate cockney, would we'll buy the baby some of a more balanced diet of a plate of tripe and onions, something it can really get its Hamptons into. A cock and a hen, oh, okay, would we'll pay for the entire family to go up west to Fred's Pie and Mash Stull and a jam lardy each for afters. So don't be a Willy Wonka, stick your hand into your Sky Rocket and give them some dosh for nosh and soon they'll be doing a Lambeth again like a couple of geezers. Thank you very much for that, Neil. That wasn't a good impression. I apologise. I tried. But still, they keep coming. Alex emailed, uh, Dear Jake and members of the House of Yapulet. Oh, I like that. Regarding your call for celebrity-fronted campaigns, my mind was originally abuzz with possibilities in areas like health. Let Ed Balls feel your balls. Gas boiler safety. Angelica Bell says, What's that smell? easier building access for the disabled steps against steps <laughs> uh, or even local issues help angus deaton end child poverty in nuneaton Oh, these are good. I like the rhyming ones. Keep keep the rhyming ones coming. Not today at swanburst.com. However, says Alex, the more I thought about it, the more I realised there's a fundamental flaw in the government's strategy of recruiting sensible celebrities to front its own vaccine campaign, which is that sensible celebrities are listened to by sensible people, and sensible people are going to get the vaccine anyway. Oh, that's a really good point, Alex. They need to hire stupid people. Uh, the people who need to be targeted are the ones who use words like sheeple, face nappy, and 5G tower distribution trump vector microchip satellite Bill Gates do your own research Magna Carta. <laughs> Hashtag that. To reach these people, we don't need sensible celebrities, we need those other celebrities who are seen as conservative, uncooperative, nationalistic, tribal and self-serving, serving who are, in a word, well, I had to try and come up with an acronym for them, but I couldn't think of one. Hang on. Conservative, uncooperative, nationalistic, tribal and self... Hmm. We also need to combat the real reason behind vaccine reluctance, which I'm fairly confident, based on analysis of these people, all boils down to a simple fear of needles. Yeah, I, I understand that. I'll still be having the vaccine. To that end, I propose Not Today Thank You starts its own campaign, using some suitable celebrities to convey a clear, simple slogan, which is impossible to misconstrue in any way. The catchphrase, and he's enclosed some draft artwork for my consideration, which he realises is of little use in an audio format, but there you go. The slogan is, who cares about having a tiny prick? And I'm going to tweet all of these. <laughs> There's a picture of Amal Rajan with the quote, I'm not bothered about having a little prick. Piers Morgan. I want to tell the whole world about my incredibly tiny prick. Greg Wallace makes another appearance. Don't be scared. It's literally half as big as my thumb and has far less girth. <laughs> These are brilliant. Uh, Loza. Loza Fox. I can't believe I made such a fuss about having a little prick on they go. I might, I might, I'm just going to tweet all of these. You should check them out on at, uh, not today pod. Um, Toby Young, literally a prick, a 10th the size of the, these are really great. Alex, you've done an amazing piece of work there. I can't thank you enough. That's amazing. Uh, thanks very much. I will tweet those and, uh, find you on Twitter if you're on Twitter. PS, I think today's advent calendar shape. Yes uh, is a dodecahedron, which is very lucky as the shape has been extinct in the wild for over 200 years. (laughs) Yes. Hashtag guess the shape. Uh, what's the shape of the molded chocolate in your advent calendar? Um, because, um, uh, my one was a mold of, um, either a dog turd piled high with a lolly stick through it or a snowman wearing a hat with a wide brim it's quite hard to tell anyway it's time for the not today thank you advent calendar the not today thank you advent calendar yes uh so let's uh... by the way I, I didn't have time yesterday to describe the advent calendar um it's santa and uh, let's, let's rip open today's flap. Why did anyone think this was a good idea? I mean, it's literally Santa. Anyway, uh, the advent calendar for not today, thank you, is a piece of music every day. And I'll take your suggestions. Thematic, you can just throw one word at me as a suggestion, uh, or, or a person, or a news story, or, or you know, a, a genre of music. Um, I will happily um, t- take uh, your requests. You can email today at swanbest.com or tweet at nottodaypod. Uh, and here is today's. Yeah! Do you want some champagne? <laughs> Why not? Let's have a party. That's what we do. Sir Philip great. There's nothing obscene about pouring champagne all over your daughter, Sir, Sir Philip Green. let's not be me. You should not sell your yacht to pay back the pension fund like you ought to. We'll have another Advent calendar song tomorrow. Uh, if you've got any suggestions, at Not Today Pod. Also tomorrow, uh, we've got a quiz. Uh, Julie's put together a quiz for us, um, but feel free to send in your answers now. Uh, why not? Some people watching the uh, live stream of the making of the podcast have already had some suggestions. Uh, Neil's answer to question three is the human centipede. Uh, Gem's answer to question sixteen is the Pope and a small wheel of cheddar. Uh, and Gemma says uh, she thinks number twenty three. Answer is a relief map of 17th century Lisbon. Uh, if you want to have a stab at the quiz, uh, you've got about 24 hours, so uh, why not? At Not Today Pod or Not Today at Swanburst.com and good luck! Uh, that's it for today. I'm going to work on a Christmas carol we can all have a sing of, and I will see you tomorrow. Lots of love. Bye! This has been a Swanburst Media production.